Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One is Mark and John's the other. They love the holidays and the presents. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Holidays Jubilee 2019, it's two old queens, it's two old queens. Five golden rings. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh my goodness. Our guest this week, Mark. Are you excited? I'm excited. He's tell, a us the, tell the children. Okay. <laughs> He's a writer, comedian, co-host of the podcast Scary Stories to Tell in the Pod. It's Andrew Farmer. Yay! Thanks so much for having me, fellas. Thanks for coming, Andrew. And a killer, uh, I just forgot her name, Ann Dowd. Oh, thank impression. you very much. And that's how you first <laughs> came onto my radar. <laughs> I was like, who is this genius? People often mistakenly say like, he does a great Margot Martindale impression how or Kathy impression, and I'm like wow. immediately turned off by that. Wow, I love is... all three of them. They're each their own separate person. That's also thank rough because it's like they're trying to compliment you, but they're insulting you by saying like you're doing a different impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. I bear a striking resemblance to all three of the actresses, so I'm not that offended. Well, so. you're versatile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I try. I try. Range. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking. You host the scary story podcast. Do, yes. Mm-hmm. Is the, what's the, is there like an overlap for you between scary spookiness and Christmas? I mean, aside from the movie, we'll get into. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think. I, there's a there's like a rich uh, Victorian tradition of telling scary stories of around course. Christmas time. Halloween was not so much a thing sure. in in, uh, <laughs> in London, um, so that was the time to tell scary stories. So I think it's natural. Days are getting shorter. It's colder, a lot and darker. Right, right. Like Dickens had you know a tradition of writing a ghost story every year. It was very much like in the vibe, back mm-hmm. then, which I kind of like. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and in, sure. in the song, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, they say there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmas as long, long ago. That's so come true. on. I feel there. like we've lost that. I feel like it's we're just true. fixated on this one single ghost story. I know, I know. And there's so many. There's a rich tapestry. <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> that, uh-huh. That's right. Black Christmas. Uh, Black Christmas 2019. <laughs> uh, and To All a Good Night. What's that one? That's another horror song. I, I feel like I saw the box of it in Blockbuster in like 1995. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I saw that when I was very young, that one. It's like a, someone dresses up as Santa Claus and goes on a murder spree, a bunch of like sorority girls. Yes. Yes. I guess also since like Christmas <laughs> is meant to be the most happiest, joyful time right. to undercut that with terror. Yeah. It feels appropriate. Right. <laughs> taking <laughs> feels, back, feels taking necessary. back Christmas. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, like slasher movie, Halloween, little on the nose. <laughs> yeah. If anything, give me an Easter slasher movie. <laughs> yes. That's reinventing the bunny. Here we go. <laughs> I was looking at some adaptations of Chris, there's been a lot. There's oh a lot of this. Yeah, One this of my favorites story. that I haven't seen was It's Christmas Carol. That's a Hallmark wow. movie starring Carrie Fisher. Oh my God. When did that one come 2012. out? 2012. Oh, late. That's, well, I know what I'm doing tonight. As <laughs> Relatively as recent. She had already <laughs> punched up so many scripts by then. She's yeah, still what doing was it. That? Why did she decide to do that, I wonder? But they probably gave her a lot of money. A Who Hallmark Christmas her? movie? Yeah. I think they pay the actors well. I guess she plays probably, Carol. Okay, Carol. Oh wait. Oh wait. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Carrie Fisher is the like Jacob Marley type. Okay, who's named oh. Eve. Uh-huh. The lead is Carol, a bitter workaholic chief executive officer gets a chief executive officer gets a wake up call from her deceased boss and successor Eve Carrie Fisher. Wow! And Who Eve is... appears as three different ghosts of Christmas, past, oh. present, future, due to budget cuts in the afterlife. Wow, <laughs> that's really good. I, what a tour de force! That's kind of the dream to play that's all of those true, ghosts. Right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, you, who wants to be Ebenezer? You want to be all the ghosts? Oh my, yeah. Ebenezer just reacting to everything. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, right, and then you have all of a sudden a quick change. Change of heart. <laughs> Who would you want to be in a Christmas Carol, John? Um, uh, one of the ghosts. Uh, yeah, the ghost of Christmas past. I think that's a good. I one. could see you doing that. You think so? Well, the, I'm thinking of the Muppets Christmas Carol. He's a ginger. Yeah, that one. That sure, one. Sure, sure. Yeah. Is there anyone you would like fancy? Yeah. Let's see. I mean, I definitely think the ghost of Christmas present certainly sparked <laughs> some like like some early bear attraction. You know, like oh. big beard and like right, right. and the book is described as having a capacious breast, which I always think is very funny. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's uh-huh. a very um. It's a very sort of lush description of that ghost in particular. I will say. I'm not trying to stir any pot here. But okay. Does Dickens dabble in the other pond? Is this, I mean, is, is this breaking news? I think he. I think he <laughs> describes both uh, the male and female form with equal aplomb. Okay. So, yeah. I just read uh, Wuthering Heights this year, and oh. there is like a, they do mention like breasts a lot, like in men and women. I'm like, <laughs> no, that does not mean what a male breast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but that's good. Also, Fezziwig. I feel like Fezziwig's a very fun. Oh, yeah. Get in, get it's out, get you the scenery right, for right. a bit, and then you, you have done. a big production number. Yeah. That's a Super good part. That's a good part to play. I think. Yeah. yeah, Christmas Carol. I think I want to be Mrs. Marley. Yes, Mrs. Marley. <laughs> Barely holding it together. You got to ask for more money. <laughs> oh, that's definitely Your boss you. Yeah. Stinks. <laughs> get a raise, you idiot. <laughs> well, should we get into the, today's movie? Let's get into today's movie. Um, Tell us about it, John. It is the movie Scrooge. Came out in 1988. It was written by Mitch Glazer and Michael O'Donoghue, and directed by Richard Donner. It stars Bill Murray, Karen Allen, Alfre Woodard, John Forsyth, Bobcat Goldthwait, and Carol Kane. It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best makeup and hairstyling but it lost it to Beetlejuice fair oh, we have that's talked fair. about that's fair that's a tough one fair yeah. <laughs> uh, but Scrooge is a modern retelling of A Christmas Carol that follows Bill Murray as Frank Cross a cynical and selfish television executive who is visited by a succession of ghosts on Christmas Eve intent on helping him regain his Christmas spirit mm-hmm. wow so Andrew we asked you <laughs> yes bring in a Christmas movie why Scrooge what did Scrooge why, why does Scrooge speak to you if it does I it does it does very 
very much so. I think my my family was a big watcher of Christmas movies and often Christmas movies that were a little bit off the beaten path. Okay. Um, we, I will say, like kind of before Christmas Story blew up and was on all day. Right. We were an early adopter. Yeah, of we that. were the Rennies. So, yes. So yeah. were the Flins. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 We're all, it's but all we're not sick unique. of it. It's all yeah. me too. We do that. But at the time, I was like, to all my friends, I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> right. Um, but Scrooge was very much one that was like a deep cut that we had the VHS for, which was okay. like major. Wow. Yeah. Um, I remember being completely. Carol Kane was a huge influence. Loved well, her sure, very sure. much in this movie. Um, and yeah, I, I love it so much. I think it's so funny. And I had a kind of traumatizing thing happen to me semi recently. Oh, what? Where I love my in laws very much. <laughs> They're the loveliest people. Uh-huh. And uh, it was around Christmas time. And they were like, what's a movie that maybe we haven't seen? I was like, I got to show you guys Scrooged. Like, you're going to love it. And they watched the trailer and they were laughing and they were like, I can't believe we haven't seen this. We're going to love this movie. We watched it and they did not crack a smile once. And when it was over, my father-in-law, who, again, I love very much, was like, that was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. What? And I have never felt this way before. It was as though he had, like, slapped me across the face. And I truly was just like, well, I'm sorry, you're wrong. I was like, I, there's no accounting for bad taste, and I'm very sorry, but that is incorrect, and that's the wrong take. Wow. Um, I think it's incredibly funny. I think it's like, I think, like, the art direction is, like, really subversive and kind of terrifying. Mm-hmm. And... As someone who loves the original book very much, I think it captures a really good mix of how funny, scary, and sweet the source material is. Like mm, I think I think uh-huh. the book is all three of those things. I think a lot of remakes kind of focus on the more saccharine yeah. side of the Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And and the book is like is has a chip on its shoulder. You know, it's like very <laughs> sarcastic, it's very frightening, it's very funny. Uh and I, I really do think that it's captured in this movie. Interesting. That's correct. <laughs> I had seen it. I used to watch it as one. We didn't have a VHS, but we did tape it off HBO. Great. So I think it was uh-huh. on a tape with this and, and like Ghostbusters 2 probably <laughs> were both on it. Right. The Murray tape. tape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Murray tape. Uh, I hadn't seen it, though, in like 10 years. And I think the last time I saw it, I was like, oh, it's so loud. It is a very loud <laughs> and it's movie. It's a very loud movie. But then I watched it again this year and like, I ended up really enjoying it this time. I liked yeah. it more than I had in the past. I've come full circle <laughs> on Scrooge. And I do get what it is funny to see like a comedy directed by Richard Donner, who's an yes. action filmmaker. Right. And I think you could tell like there's maybe a little too many close ups for my liking. Agreed. Comedy uh-huh. plays best in why, John. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll get into that later. But some of those elements of like there's like some great action and like oh, the yeah. scary stuff is really chilling and the effects are great. And right. it's really, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think it's a hoot. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you think? John had never seen it. I had not it. seen it before. Oh, okay. It was one of those movies that I had meant to seen it see it for many years but it was also that like it's a christmas movie so like in july i wasn't gonna watch it in july yeah i was course, like i was yeah. like i'm gonna wait till the holidays come around and then just sort of like they pass sure. me by but then finally i watched it uh i was i found the tone confusing uh, camp father that is correct <laughs> <laughs> oh no um, like i thought like I think a lot of the jokes are really funny. I think mm-hmm. it was obviously written by two people who are sketch writers. Correct. Um, because I think, like, cohesively, a lot of it doesn't make sense or does not, like, thematically sure. sort of go together. Agreed, yeah. Um, so in that way, I was sort of like, I 
you like but then like the opening I thought I thought the opening I thought was super funny I love the whole like the IBC stuff the, like yeah, all the yeah. did they ever say what that stands for oh no I don't International know. Broadcasting Corporation oh, I, I, would, I thought it was yeah. like a dumb like irritable bowel channel or something like that like <laughs> that's like what I sort of thought maybe it was because at times it was so broad in a way that didn't make sense but Correct, I thought yeah. like the um the that Santa the movie that they were premiering with like Santa and then Lee Major showed up I thought that was great the yeah. Robert Goulet Christmas Caging special Christmas. joke I thought was hilarious <laughs> yeah. and then I loved the cast of the Christmas Carol that they're doing it within this movie I was with like Mary I want to see Mary Lou I was Retton, thinking about Jamie Foxx Buddy Hackett like I want to see that production someone Christmas should Carol. stage the Scrooge version of a Christmas Carol That's I think that could be fun that'd be really fun so like all of that I thought like oh this is really funny but then like so much stuff just didn't make sense or was just like weird or just sort of like totally inconsistent yeah um so that's what i thought about it i think that's fair i think that's very fair i think it is very much a coke fueled movie <laughs> yeah um, right it is just seething you know you like it just smells like chemicals the whole movie and like i i do think also you're totally right the sketch comedy element is very much there and i think it's very common to take the format of a christmas carol which is like the most identifiable structure yeah yeah, the structure is so solid yeah that like i think very much the thought process in something like that is like well everyone knows the story we can just like plug in jokes and i do agree that some things are fallen by something fall by the wayside or there are whole plot points that are like what's going on when the um the frozen homeless person yeah i was like did they have a significant like how does he know his name yeah (laughs) um there's some of that also that actor just died who played oh, really like this week and i didn't know he was nominated for an oscar bonnie and clyde yeah bonnie and clyde yeah wow yeah um and i because i remember seeing him being like he feels like he was somebody um but that's a everybody it's the most la thing i've ever said in my life uh, <laughs> he's at least above the line <laughs> <laughs> i know he's nominated for an oscar and i'm like he was somebody's like who am i um, yeah like yeah. in ways it felt to me almost like as if there was like a <laughs> like a bunch of different sketch writers like you write this part of it you write this part of it because yeah. i was also like why why is Carol Kane so violent? Yeah, that like, why is. Why is like so many things like like like, and it wasn't like I didn't like it so much as I was confused by it. So it was like yeah. hard to Apparently laugh. Apparently, she enjoyed. was IMDb trivia time. Yes, she was you. very upset in between takes up with the violent. Like she would like have breakdowns and like was so upset with how much it with how much violence she had to perpetrate. Because yeah. her performance is so good, but it's weird that the joke about her is just like hitting people with toasters. Yeah, but it is. Fun. Like, but why? Like that I was the thing too. Was, like to me, I liked it because I, oh, it's Carol. She seems like a sprightly, a genuine sprightly little. Fan. Yeah, but then it's just the cartoon of hitting you with a sledgehammer. It's like a Warner Brothers cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I just, but like everything wasn't in that world, so I guess that was sort of hard and confusing about it for me. That is very. Um, It all, but also like in the like research that I did, like this is apparently not a a happy set. No, research. Bill Murray. Did you go to the library? Uh, Yes, I (laughs) got my card. Went to the card catalog. Wow. (laughs) Scrooge, Scrooge, Scrooge. Dewey Decimal, Dewey Decimal. What do I remember? Um, Yeah, it was like not a very happy set, and it seemed very much like Bill Murray was told to just like, oh, just come up with jokes on for every scene, as opposed to like, here's a cohesive character. And he said the director kept telling them louder, louder. louder. Oh, the nightmare. Yeah, that's always. (laughs) I think it's still to me i thought it still worked maybe because like Fair. i grew up so i'm used to the jokes and right. you know, i'm used to the tone and uh-huh so like how old are you when you first saw it well, like when it, did it come out 88 88 well i was 13 <laughs> okay are you happy <laughs> now we know now i've made myself I, vulnerable i have to go i'm oh, so no. sorry <laughs> i'm aging <laughs> uh yeah so i think yeah, so 13 like you, i was you, perfect for me yeah oh, yeah, right. yeah i yeah. could totally see that 
Yeah. Like, because some of it was really funny. Like, I think a lot of the jokes in and of themselves, I mean, some of them are like, the hack, like, LA people are like this, we're pretty hacky. But, like, uh-huh. a, a lot of the jokes were really funny. Like, I again, love John that Christmas Glover Carol cast movie. was John great. Glover's John so Glover's great. great. Yeah, yeah. As this LA person. Yeah. That was actually, like, a thing when you were like, what's a movie that, like, I was like, what's a gay Christmas movie? And John Glover sprang to mind, and I was like, oh, Scrooge. <laughs> like, he's so good in this. Well, speaking of, should we get into we get it? Into I don't know if this is where. Yeah. Um, we have a very elaborate and Byzantine scoring system. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. you know. Okay. <laughs> okay well, that, that helps. So, there's a lot. We have, what, uh, 30 maybe categories now at this point <laughs> and at the end you will add a category which will then become, become canon. canon wow It'll be added to every movie we watch Do from here on after yes I'm so excited all right okay. so our first category is homoeroticism how homoerotic is scrooged okay so what could be what <laughs> could potentially be considered homoerotic in scrooge i mean you've got um Maybe uh, we. Uh, I mean, Bill Murray is not so much a sex symbol typically. Right. I mean, you have you have the cameo of Lee Majors at the beginning, the six million dollar man. So you got something. It's going to get some points for but that. He's wearing a parka. You're still getting some points. <laughs> no, for, you get for, neck. <laughs> you get some neck. Yeah, yeah. You know? Some hot Lee Majors <laughs> some nice, neck. Some nice cheekbone. <laughs> a very well burnished. I guess cheek. a drowning man will go after a drop of water. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's not a lot of yeah, no, not a lot of man overt. candy. The, yeah, certainly nothing over. Which which yeah might seem surprising to to pick this one because yeah. There are other, ones. but uh, to me, and this is a bit of a stretch, but I do think it's uh, I do think it's uh, uh, sensible that um, the scene where uh, Bill Murray and John Glover's character are out to lunch, mm-hmm. and there's like that close zoom up of John Glover's mouth, and like the, there's like some tension between the two of them. John Glover's talking about his rugby team. There's like something happening where I <laughs> sense that. Glover feels like Murray's kind of coming on to him when he's like eyeing him up and down. Oh, right. And he does that like, ah, you know, like mm-hmm. there's some, there's a lot of like chest touching and things like that in that. That's as close as we get. I would rate that okay. low. Yeah. So what would you give it on a scale of zero to a hundred? I would say in terms of homoeroticism, it's going to be low, but it's going to be like, I'd say like 15. Quite low. 15. Pretty low. Pretty low. Yeah. But that's yeah. fair. I mean, it's directed by the guy who did all the lethal weapons. <laughs> right, so that's right. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, for him, he's doing and well. One of the Supermans. So yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do the first one or the second one? Oh, uh, we'll he, never know. I think he did <laughs> no, the first no and the second. Okay. But the second was taken away from him by uh, the, uh, Richard oh, right. Lewis. Oh, yes. God. Richard Lewis? The stand up <laughs> It was a huge coup. <laughs> the guy who did Three Musketeers. Yeah, I think you're right. Second one, yeah. Um, John, yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I I think your assessment is right, but I just want to give I just want to give it one more pass to be like, was there anything else? David Johansson. I mean, he was in the New York Dolls. Which one was David Johansson? The cab driver. Yeah. Oh, oh Buster Poindexter. You mean? Well, his real name's David Johansson. Yeah. I mean, he was always Buster Poindexter. That's amazing. Yeah, because I was thinking of Buster Poindexter. I'm very impressed with you know that. Um, guess, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go 15 movie. as well. There's really not a lot. Um, I'm gonna do 12, 12. <laughs> Yeah it's low It's low It's low Cause to me John okay. Glover was just like Oh he's just like an LA guy Or like he will use Any tool in the tool belt To seduce you To get right. you to do What you want If you're into raspberries There might be some horror <laughs> yeah, There's, some story, there. there's yeah. a lot of like Belly raspberry stuff but happening There's no male on male raspberries I think Bill Murray does one in it. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Man. I'll give it a 14 then. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 14. <laughs> Two points for us. That's the whole, most okay. homoerotic part, I think. Uh, yeah, sure. You're probably, probably right. Yeah. Great. All right. So Something that's giving totally. it an average of 14.67. All right. Okay. All right. Next category actual gay characters on a scale of 0 to 100. Okay. Are you saying John Glover's character is gay? Um, I would say not out. 
Sure. You know? It's 88. Yeah, I would say that stuff. for his career, he'd be gay. Yeah. He would do anything. Yeah. He's yep. always rubbing people's shoulders. I feel like that's like a power move, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's establishing... It's, it's like how thing. Donald Trump shakes hands, you know? Uh, like, he's jerking your arm out of the socket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same kind of energy that, to me. I think the choreographer is probably gay. Yep, choreographer's probably gay. Oh, yeah. I... One of those solid gold dancers. It's got to be. <laughs> One of those ladies, yeah. <laughs> um... This apparently this was the last this movie's the last appearance of the solid gold dancers. <laughs> IMDb oh, trivia time. Is that wow. crazy? They all died in a fire, right? After them. <laughs> yeah, I would get. Yeah, I would. I would. I would say at least one of the solid gold dancers. Mm-hmm. You know, is at least dabbled. Um, I would go on a limb. There is one person okay. in Bill Murray's character's brother's party scene. Yeah, that okay. is unmatched. There's a, there's a lone guy. Okay. It's not his other brother. It's not his other. Yeah, other, so like his the other guy who has kind of like long curly dark hair. Right. Okay. And and I've always thought like something's going on there. You know, like sure. I, I, I bet it, one of the executives in the boardroom in that very top of the movie is also probably gay. Oh yeah. I they mean, do we're a just lot a, of like some, really broad we're just bad assuming acting here though. Oh well, yeah. Yes, there's not, right. nothing overt. Nothing overt. Nothing overt. Um. Yeah. Nothing overt. I know. I'm, so I I'm think that the closest we have is John Glover. We're thinking is at least gay for career or pay. Gay for pay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the he doing only fans. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to give it? Oh gosh. Okay. Again, low. Fair. Fair. <laughs> uh, and I know you're going to be like, then why the hell did you pick this movie? But we'll no, get to you're it. Fine. Okay. You're fine. Um, I would say, I would say. 28 28 Oh you know what No 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 You know Because of the Because of the Appearance of the One lone guy With the very dramatic Hairstyle in the party scene I'm actually gonna Up that to 33 Fair enough <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go 25 on this one I think 25 I'll give it uh, 5 Alright <laughs> I'm only giving it To the choreographer <clears throat> Okay um, so giving an average of 21 Alrighty yep. Not the worst Not drink. the best There's too many now For me to uh, <laughs> tell you How it's doing In the ranking Alright Next category Camp factor How campy is Scrooge On a scale of 0 to 100 I would love to hear Your definition of camp though <laughs> Okay oh Do you God. have one um, I would say I would say My definition of camp Is uh, If it is something That you would um, let's see, let's see, let's see. This is so difficult. I I'm so sorry. On you. I'm so I know. Mean, it's like, I'm so sorry. I should, I'll read my thesis. Um, <laughs> the okay. PhD. Yeah, I would say, I would say, for me personally, yes. my living definition of camp. Yes, is that Come through. I am careful. I know something is camp when I'm careful who I gush about. It with you know what I mean? Okay, like, that's your I don't gut wanna, check. I just don't want to toss it out there to people who are like that movie's weird or whatever. You're right. Like, I want to scan there and be like, who do I think who would gets get into? It. The, yeah, who gets it? That's it. <laughs> camp is for people who, who get, get it. it. Yeah, hmm. I like that. So how campy is Scrooge? Do you I say? think I think we're peak camp in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yes. peak. Okay, I think it's peak camp. I think. Um, it, it, I mean, Carol Kane is giving Carol Kane. Kane. just Pre- yeah. Presence of the Solid Gold Dancers, Presence of Mary Lou Redden, Presence of Buddy Hackett. True. That all whole production of, of Christmas Carol. Yeah, all of these cameos. Um, a pr- a presence of of <laughs> a breaking the fourth wall to talk directly to the movie audience and go uh, little shop of horrors yeah. right <laughs> exactly as an annie lennox song plays under you yeah, yeah i mean i think it's i think it is incredibly campy 
I feel like Alfre Woodard gives it a bump. Oh my she's god, she's amazing as always. She's amazing. Yeah. She's she really my favorite part of the whole movie. Everything. <laughs> Her delivery of the line, and it's I think it's the funniest line in the movie. It it's often uh, uh, overlooked, but when Bill Murray asks how many how many fingers does Mrs. Claus have, the earnestness with which she says eleven is yeah. the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And I do think that that camp and earnestness work well together. Absolutely, yes. yeah. this kind of has sure. both. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also great in Star Trek: First Contact. <laughs> oh, that's oh, true. Right. I love Alfre Woodard. I think she's, she's amazing. Great. So, what would you give? What score are you going to give this on? I'm going to give that an 89. 89. Yeah, 89. I'm going to way up there. Uh, I agree there's a lot of camp elements. I don't think overall it comes together as a campy movie. I think Bill Murray is so like grounded and sort of like almost grounded. like he's grounded he's like, so like <laughs> off the entire time <laughs> but i feel like it's i don't know he, he, his performance feels very brechtian to me in this movie oh, like he yeah. feels very much like outside of it yeah yeah um which i think is if there's anything that's not camp it's brecht um yeah. he so, shoots a gun yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh i'm gonna give it uh 55 mm-hmm. wow <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go a little high. I'll probably split the difference. between. I think this is pretty camp. I mean, anytime you're literally leading the audience in song at the end. <laughs> sure, right? sure. I mean, there's so much I mean, camp yes. moments. Like every five minutes, there's something. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, you got a New York doll driving a cab. It's huge. It's true. I feel like the New York dolls don't resonate with you, John. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Mabel King is in it. I'm sorry. I should have. Uh, I'm going to give it a 72. All right. I think that's pretty campy. Yeah. Um, Giving it an average of 72, one of our higher camp movies. All right. Next category. Makeover montage. Uh, Oh, gosh. Is there a makeover montage? I don't think so. No, no makeover montage. There Unless you think about his emotional makeover. We, <laughs> that's I don't. True. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's you, the you hate when a movie try to do this. <laughs> yeah, no, no montage. The closest we get, and it, it, it doesn't count as a montage. We get to see Claire's makeover from la- in his in the Ghost of Christmas Future when she's <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, like clown that's a makeup. campy scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's campy in dumb. like full pancake white yeah, makeup. She's like. Pennywise. Yeah, yeah. She looks like um, you know the like ads. I feel like in, in the early nineties there were a lot of like uh ads at like hair salons with women who have like white faces, <laughs> sure, red lips yeah. with like a sure. you know, neon turquoise you background. You too can look like you died of tuberculosis. Yes. <laughs> um so yeah, that's as close. So so Without the proper definition of montage in there, it's going to go low for me. I'm going to say zero because there's no montage. Wow, I respect your scoring so <laughs> much, Andrew. You I have go, no idea. I go big. Well, as a Christmas present to you, Mark, I'm going to give this a zero as well. John! <laughs> John usually pulls something out of his ass. <laughs> the words turn into other words. Just the end credits, John. <laughs> but it was like under one song. It was uh-huh. sort of so many things happened and changed. I'm giving it a zero. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next category. Over-the-top wardrobe. On a scale of zero to a hundred. Okay, oh. so we've got that Margot Kidder look. Yeah, definitely. Huge. Margot Kidder. Did I say it's I Karen said Allen. Margot, Karen it's Allen. Karen Allen? Although she looks much more Margot Kidder in that scene. <laughs> she does. She yes. does. Yeah. She does. Right. Um, thank you for yeah, uh, there backing me up on that. Uh, do we consider the Christmas Carol costumes as over the top? I think so. But were they over the top for a Christmas Carol? That's the question. It's like within the I context were, of Christmas Carol, I think they're they sort of on classic. the nose. They yeah. seem pretty classic. The only weird one is in the background. It's not showcased at all. But in the background of one of the scenes, you can see what the ghost of Christmas present or the ghost of Christmas past looked like. And it is an insane spherical costume. <laughs> Uh-huh. Where like it's like a like a huge fat suit, which is very strange. Um, yeah, I think, but I think you're right. I think it's fairly traditional. But you had but those solid gold, solid gold dancers. Yeah, dancers. Their asses are that. hanging out. 
definitely and i wardrobe. think there is a bit of like 80s fashion to the like the party scenes and sure, stuff like yeah. that, so that's definitely there. And certainly Carol Kane's outfit. Carol Kane is the Christmas above Future and beyond. with the TV face. Mm-hmm. That's oh, that's pretty huge. Over the, that's, that's pretty. He's yeah. literally seven feet tall, eight I feet know. tall. Yeah, and he's got and those babies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Very over the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also a lot of um, a lot of shoulder pads. Now free Woodard. So there's, yeah, that's true. That's true. And Robert know. Mitchum had shoulder pads. There's it one. Is did you notice that? Crazy that Robert a Mitchum. A lot was in of this male movie. turtlenecks, which I'm not a fan of the look. But there's <gasps> a lot <laughs> of male turtlenecks in this movie. Wow, not a fan of turtlenecks. Huh? No, not a big turtleneck person. Yeah, it's it, it, you need the right you need the right body to have a turn to have that you work. need to have like a, a gazelle neck yeah so like you want to add bulk to the neck <laughs> right, right. <laughs> otherwise it's really just like it's less like a snowman head on yeah top like a you. weird foreskinny thing <laughs> happening i can't do it <laughs> so what'd you get this on over the top wardrobe oh, over the top wardrobe 75 75 yeah. uh i'm gonna go a little lower because of i think course. oh we can read the writing on the wall because <laughs> i think the over the top things are more like like of course carol kane is something crazy what do you mean? <laughs> they chose that though. They didn't have to. Just, she's not. She's crazy not going to wear like Schmidt. A, She's frumpy in that. Yeah, but she's not playing the ghost of Christmas present. Yeah, but she was a crazy ghost of Christmas present. <laughs> I have to remember which one she was. Iridescent wings. Yeah. Sure, sure. The, like, uh, the, I'll give it the a stars a, on her like shoulder. I, the I'll makeup. Give it a Seventy. Okay. <laughs> I'm giving it a 68. <laughs> oh, you wow. are the worst. The twist. <laughs> the twist. It was over the top, but uh, I needed just a little it could more. Could have been more, yeah. Uh-huh. I think maybe Scrooge himself could have been a little. Yeah, his the male black. looks are yeah, very yeah, understated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Although, I wish... I, You know what? I'm going to give it a 72 because Robert Mitchum was wearing that crazy vest That's when they were true. watching the, the TV. Christmas vest? Was it Christmas, Christmas vest? vest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. All right. Next category. Does it hold up on a scale of zero to a hundred? This one's hard to say. I have an emotional connection to it from my past. <laughs> yes. um, I think elements of it certainly do. I think the the performances of the actresses hold up. Yes. Hold up better than the movie itself. Right. Sure. Um, and I do think I, I will say I think Bill Murray's performance holds up. I do think like there's no way now you do this where Karen Allen just he is rude to her. The last time she sees him, he screams at her, says you got to think for yourself, right. and then she sees him on TV interrupting a live television broadcast, having a meltdown, and she falls back in love with him. Yeah, that's hard. There's yeah. no reason why she would love this guy. I feel, but that's just because he's the lead, and like that was enough back then. Right. Also, don't think we need to see the solid gold dancer's nipples. Oh yeah, that's kind of. I think the whole Bobcat Goldwaite and the gun stuff. Oh yeah. That's um, a very good point. We don't need it, to see him. You don't like seeing a sh- office shooter? <laughs> no, that's, that's not so much, funny to you. Yeah, what um, a different time. Where it could be like, can you imagine how hilarious, how silly this would how be? Crazy like, oh god. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you would change. I think if you were to, if this movie were to come out now, it would yeah. get criticized for. So I think there's a lot of stuff. Right for me, that doesn't really age well. Yeah, I'm gonna say thirty. Thirty. Yeah, I'm gonna go low. Yeah, I'll go with thirty as well. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it a forty. Thought, yeah, this held up. I had a good time. Yeah, there's there's sixty points worth of things that I did. Sure, like. yeah, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Um, next category: drag queen inspiration on a scale of zero to a hundred. Mm. Other iconic looks here. Essentially, I would say. I mean, the uh, only one I feel like is the ghost of 
Chris, Christmas future with that TV face. Yeah, that's, that one's burning. I've, I've always remembered that from this movie. But I think Karen Allen's look that we were just talking about. There's yep, something that yeah, could that be inspiring. Influenced. I will also say the amount, like. I mean, Ghost of Christmas Present, Carol Kane could just be sure. pheromone with the amount of <laughs> highlighter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is very. You can't tell me that there's been no inspiration from that. Um, and also, I would go. There's a little bit of a deep cut in the movie, but um, Alfre Woodard's mother in it yes. is oh, yes. in a very sort of loud seasonal moo moo yeah. that I've seen many drag queens pull out. You know, on maybe a Tuesday show. Yeah. You know, like something, sure. something holiday, uh, something glittery, and a hair wrap. Yeah, I, th- I, I so I think it's up there. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean Mabel King always gives you some points. <laughs> um, so what would you give this? Uh, I would say sixty. Sixty. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna go a little bit lower. Hmm. Uh, fifty. Fifty. <laughs> I'm gonna go a little bit lower oh. and say forty because I feel All like right. there's four. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So I multiply by none of them are like wow. Like that's a good point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's you could do that Karen Allen look, but you wouldn't be like, damn, that's Scrooge. Right. You don't think a Scrooge themed drag show? I mean, if you want to pack them into our day context, it's already people are thinking of that already. <laughs> All right, next category: caper music on a scale of zero to one hundred. Caper music. Oh, like yeah, music yeah, yeah. you would pull off a heist to. Our number one in this category is Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay, yeah. It's very I, Danny Elfman. I mean, it's Danny yeah, Elfman, Danny, right? It's so, it? Yeah, yeah. Like when, <laughs> like when he, that yeah, kind of the thing. caper when he was taking him back in time. That was like when it was yeah. the most sort of noticeable to me, right? I feel like you can always count on Danny Elfman for like fanciful, like oh, dun, 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 I got to pick yeah, up yeah. this and I got to yeah. get this and put this down, and then this the, it's the like music when yeah, you're in a yeah. rush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I think I think the cab scene is sort of the 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 ultimate in terms of caper music. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it exists throughout the whole movie, but I think in that scene, yeah, yeah, that's where it's that's where I most notice. It. Sure. Pretty pronounced. Pronounced. So would you get yeah. this? Um I would say, yeah, because it's pronounced in that one scene. I'll say I'll say fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Uh I'm gonna go a little I'm gonna go lower because even though it is pronounced in that one scene, there's also it's not something where like if I heard it, I'd be like, is this from Scrooged? Well, sure. That's you only seen Scrooged once. Is that really fair? No, but I mean, like, there's certain things like, oh, like after seeing Beetlejuice, if I had heard that music again, I'd be like, oh, this is Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or certain other things you would so like you have a immediately become memory that. for things you like. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I will give it uh, 35. 35. Uh, I'll give it a 50. All I mean, right. it's Danny Elfman. Yeah, he's always sure. great. Well, he used to be, right? He kind of owns it in now. <laughs> I know, but you know, well, there's well, only so many notes. One must rest on their laurels sometimes. So <laughs> okay. He's allowed. Oingo Boingo. Thank yeah, you. Just he's alone. It. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Next category: teamwork on a scale of zero to hundred. Is there teamwork? Well, the Solid Gold Dancers. Are Solid a team. Gold Dancers are a great team. <laughs> the Ghosts are a team. Yeah, the whole production of the movie. Like everyone seems to be having a of the of the the, the, TV the Christmas movie. Carol. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Everyone seems to be having a great time. There's a lot of emphasis on teamwork, and then in the end. Bill Murray becomes a part of the team. Frank Cross becomes a part of the team. Sure, mm-hmm. uh, I would rate it high. I would rate it high in teamwork. We see a lot. We see a lot of teamwork montages of like, and we're getting ready to go, and you see yeah, like yeah. people at control panels and, and stuff like and that. Like the director and the booth. Yes, and like, everyone gets their minute to shine, including stagehands, and that guy is going to glue antlers to a mouse. That's <laughs> true. T- yeah. Live TV directing seem like a hellscape. <laughs> that yeah. seems like an absolute nightmare job. Couldn't mm-hmm. pay me enough. Oh, you could, but you probably could. <laughs> yeah. They are probably I mean, more. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dollars, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I think it's a pro teamwork movie. Yes and no. I also think that the um, the like that board when at the very beginning those yeah. executives they're obviously like pushing each other under the bus. <laughs> sure. Well, um, you know, uh, horse rots from the head. That is not the phrase. <laughs> so, but that's the, is that? that is the scariest <laughs> phrase I've ever heard in my life. Horse rot from the head. What is that phrase? I've never heard uh, anything something rot starts in the head. The body, I don't know. Something but now, rotting. But now I love that. I immediately got what you were going for with this. <laughs> Thank you. Which I think makes that's the place. important thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more intention, I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> uh, so what would you give this on teamwork? For teamwork? I'm going to say high. I'm going to say 70. 70. Yeah. I'm going to go 55. 55. Uh, I'm going to give it a 70. I think this is very much a pro teamwork movie. Mm-hmm. And at yeah. the end, the whole audience in the theater is singing songs. Right. Don't you hate, high. though, like, I've seen that in theaters before and, like, nobody sings. I and it's just so... How did they make it awkward when they're not even there? So <laughs> <laughs> That's the magic of movies. Does it feel awkward? Yeah, because like nobody's singing or like one person is, but like under their breath, and it's right. like, oh, we decided as a group not to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and in those situations, do you find yourself singing? You're like, fuck it, I'm going to sing. It depends. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like Wig in the Box, the Hedwig. I think I sang along to that one. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, remember that's the bouncing wigs? Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. one. All right, next category. On a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend this to gay people? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> we go for the jugular. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I would say there is a um, sensibility cutoff for like, like a, uh, <laughs> I have to gauge, you know, what sort of, what sort of gay someone is. I would say by and large, I would recommend this to 55% of gay people okay gay people. yeah and then there'll be some people i'm like it's not gonna be their bag and that's fine yeah mm-hmm. yeah they got their billy eilish right right, right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they got their stick to mommy dearest yeah <laughs> that petra lady Kim Petras, Kim yes. Petras. <laughs> yeah I, I i say that and i know this is truly zero of her music she had a halloween album i know which is all the more like how how would how did it not resonate with me i skimmed mm. it on spotify right no, you skimmed the album yeah you can do that oh nice <laughs> I give it a 30 seconds. I go, mm-hmm. the beat dropped and I wasn't into it. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. What are you going to give this on? How likely are you recommend this to gay people, John? <laughs> I feel like the real Scrooge did this episode. No, no, no. Uh, it's allowed. It's allowed. Well, <laughs> I think it's helpful. You will be visited by <laughs> three podcasters. <laughs> oh. Um, I think, I'm trying to think like what is to be like, like Carol Kane obviously is a great yes. thing to be like that. Again, Alfred Mabel Woodard. King, Alfred Woodard. All right. I will be like, if someone would be like, I've never seen Scrooge, I'd be like, yeah, you could see it. I'll say 50. <laughs> 50. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to give it a 52. I think it depends on the person. Yeah. Um, but I think there is stuff to like that gay people would appreciate. Mm-hmm. Like the actual Christmas show. They're, the Christmas yeah, Carol absolutely. Right. That's true. Yeah. It's great. Jamie Farr shows up. <laughs> <Yeah>. Buddy Hackett. <laughs> you know the gays love. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next category. On a scale of 0 to 100, how much felt is in this movie? Oh, we are awash in felt <laughs> in this movie. Neck deep which, in felt. Which I also would say, knowing this category, I was like, mm, this is going to be high. Uh, there's a lot of felt. Hats, costumes, the robe crafts, of Christmas, crafts. The robe. Um, yeah, I'm going to say 90. I think that's fair. Felt heavy. Uh, yeah, I'll go 90 as well. I think that is fair. This is a very... Yeah. Every movie. I mean, anytime you got Christmas decorations. Yeah. Yeah. Store bought from Dwayne Weed, probably. You get, you get felt, yeah. <laughs> probably. Dwayne Reed. <laughs> Do they sell Christmas decor? Is it like a Rite Aid? Oh, yeah. Sure. You can get, you can get whatever you want. They're all Reed. the same thing. Yeah. What? Yes. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. 
Next card. Oh, this is a. Uh, oh, uh, uh, sorry, quickly doing. This is third rarest in felt. Oh, nice. What was number one? Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, uh, obviously. Ninety six. Yeah. yeah. What was the number two? Beetlejuice. Grinch. Ninety one. Oh, Grinch. Mm-hmm. Sure. How the Grinch Stole sense. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, we forgot to mention this is the sec- third in our <laughs> Holidays Jubilee 2019. We did. Now it. you know. Okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next category: facial hair on a scale of zero to how much facial hair? There's not a lot in the movie proper, but oh. you've got a lot in the opening with the the elves and Santa's yes. workshop, and then yeah. there's yeah. a lot of like mutton chops. Yep. There's a few scattering of mustaches through the movie, but not a lot of beards. Yeah, it wasn't a big time for beard. Everyone was doing yeah, clean cocaine. Just kind of a bummer, yeah. They would, they would get you in can't your get mustache. mustache. You want to get the mustache? Is that an issue? Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, okay, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there wasn't a lot of mustache characters, yeah, you're but the, right. but those mutton chops, I give it because Buddy Hackett had them again. Jamie Farr had them. A and lot of people the, in the past. Bill Murray, Frank Cross had them. That's right. Yeah. It's true. Um, yeah, I would say uh, facial hair thirty-five. 35. I'm going to go higher because of mutton chops and give it a 55. 55. I'm going to give it a 25. Because I need mustaches. <laughs> I need beards. There were a few mustaches. A few cops had a mustache. Yeah. People 25 points worth yeah. for yeah. me. Yes, all right. That's fine. All in the background. <laughs> all right. Next category, shattered glass. <gasps> there actually a, was a bunch of this. There's a lot of shattered glass. There's a lot of gunshots. Yeah, broken um, ornaments. Um, when uh, his glass, uh, Bobcat Goldwaith got the got wet, and his his uh, liquor bottle fell out of yeah. that paper bag. Yeah, John Forsyth has his he gets his drink. glass yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a lot of glass bottles get shot. Um, when Bobcat Goldwaith has a gun, he shoots a lot of like monitors that have glass right. in them. Yeah, I mean that's what you get when you hire Richard Donner. Yeah. That's true. Bill Murray gets morphed through glass and it's yeah. all outside. You know, tr- it's shattering our pers- idea of yeah. glass <laughs> shattering our perception. <laughs> of reality <laughs> yeah uh so what would you give this for shattered glass 90 huh? 90 yeah a lot of shattered wow. glass wow i'm gonna go 80 80 uh i'll uh yeah it's pretty high i'll give it uh 82 okay there is a lot but still john wick three that's my hundred <laughs> yeah that's your hundred <laughs> all right next category the male gaze how horny is the camera for actual gay for men <laughs> how is the camera is their intent behind is the director like look yeah. check this guy out sadly this is very low the, yeah this is <laughs> that this is, is sad is, yeah <laughs> it, is, it is and it is very it is very of the sketch writer time where it's like like yeah. Women are to be looked at, and men are shameful. Right, like yeah. cover their bodies. It's only dummy their... things. Yeah, and then it's nothing. weird seeing like Bill Murray like pick up Karen Allen when she doesn't want to be picked up. <laughs> yeah, don't love like, that. That's a thing that was funny back in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, it, there's a bit of like business daddy stuff going on between John Forsyth and Robert <laughs> sure. Mitchum, and, and Robert Mitchum is nice to look at. I know. Is that? <laughs> I don't think people think about man. that a lot. Yes. Yeah, aged well. Yeah, uh, low. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say twelve. Twelve. Really low. Yeah, I'm going to give it a nine. Nine. I'll give it a four. <laughs> like, you are not beating off to this movie. Not anytime no, it's true. If I do, things have gotten grim. <laughs> All right, next category. Angry phone hangups. There's a bunch of this one. There's a lot of that <laughs> yeah, in this yeah. one. A lot of angry phone hangups. Robert uh, Mitchum, does he have one? He has one. Bill Murray has a couple, too. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you could even say, even though it's not really, but like when Alfre Woodard calls to, to put the the kibosh on uh, Bobcat Goldwaith. She's sort of like, this, do it. Right. Just I mean, that's it's not true, angry yeah. so much as it's just sort of cold like and code efficient. Seven yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> code seven. They do this all the time. Yeah, a lot of... I, I, 
more than usual. Yes. So I would say 70. 70. I was going to say 70 as well. Yeah. I'll give it a 70. That seems All right. There we go. Uh, this is second for angry phone hangups. <laughs> wow. Only behind Meet Me in St. Louis, which yeah. is a 93. No, I, there is <laughs> There's a, a lot, lot of twist that. on those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't think, you don't consider Meet Me in St. Louis a phone movie by any means. <laughs> no. but little do oh, you know. the grand phone movies of the 1940s. Yeah. <laughs> um, next category, titular theme song on a scale of zero to 100. Hmm. I mean, There's no I'm song not titular. I know it. Which is like la 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 la. But it only ended with Scrooge. That's true. So there's no. You gotta get Scrooge. That's true. So yeah, I guess there's no titular theme song. So I guess we're gonna say zero, right? I mean, it's up to you. But I would yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say zero. Yeah. I don't want to be thought of as a crooked guest. No, you are one of our most honorable. Perhaps one of our most honest guests. Thank you. Uh. I'm going to give it a three just because it does have that song. Like when you hear Get a Little Love in My Heart, which is not have Scrooge in the title, but it's just That's sort of true. makes you think of this movie and something like that. Had I'll you heard three points. the song before? Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, many yeah. a holiday mix. I'll give it a five <laughs> for true. that. Okay. And let's not forget Al Green. That's true. Oh, yeah. I always forget. I mean, yeah, that's terrible. Shouldn't do that. I mean, it's Annie Lennox. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, all right. Next category. Entrances with pizzazz on a scale of zero to oh, I feel like there's wow. a bunch. Yeah, yeah. All the ghosts have an entrance all the with ghosts. pizzazz. All the ghosts have Even a, Bill Murray has a good one in the opening. Yeah. yeah it's pretty Bobcat good. Goldthwait has several. Um, uh, when, Karen, when they meet cute, she sort of like slams his head with a door. That's sort of fun. I yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> But you remember it, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of entrances with pizzazz. So yeah, I'm gonna say uh, seventy, uh, eighty. I'm gonna say eighty. Eighty. Yeah, I'll give it an. I'm gonna give it an eighty-four because of uh, uh, Lee Majors. Oh, <laughs> you Lee really Majors. like Lee Majors? I mean, I just, I, it's not. I, it's like, oh, I hadn't thought of him in a while. Yeah, I'm sort of glad that. you yeah, did. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, this is nice. Did you ever watch The Fall Guy? No. Oh. <laughs> or maybe I did. I, I thought know. you were Lee Majors completist. <laughs> I've never said that. <laughs> well, it sounds like you are. Uh, I'll give this. A, I'll give it an eighty-two. Yeah, I feel like there's some great entrances. That's Richard Donner for you. Mm-hmm. There we go. He knows how to shoot an entrance. All right, next category: non-traditional murder weapons. Scale zero to hundred. There's very hmm. traditional ones with the right. gun. Got the gun. Couldn't be more traditional. Welcome to America. Right. <laughs> oh, one boy. could say. One could say. An attempted murder weapon is the toaster, but but uh, you know it's but she's really just sure. hurting him and on the yeah. to kill him. Yeah, there's a, although that is a weapon, regardless of the sure. color. You can give it some points. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to give it all the points. <laughs> what if I was like ninety nine? You no, could do that. I won't. I won't. I won't. Um, yeah, that's the only primary weapon I'm thinking of. So I'm going to say, could we? Could we say? Well, he's not trying to kill him. When the ghost does hold him outside of the window, what's the weapon? Gravity. I feel like his, that's traditional. His gravity. His Is rickety it that arm? traditional? People well, get I know. Pushed we'll off kill of him things. with gravity. Does anyone ever say <laughs> People that? People get pushed off of things all the time. Like yeah, gravity, but, do their dirty work. Uh, sure, sure. A but, crematorium. Does that count as a? Weapon? <laughs> <laughs> he's already dead at yeah, that point. That's a non-traditional wake-up call. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it a twelve. Twelve. I'm going to give it a two. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so sorry. Don't apologize. Uh, giving an average of 10.33. All right. Uh, nowhere interesting in the overall <laughs> category. Right All right. Next category breath acting. Zero to 100. 
breath acting. Okay. Um, Alfre Woodard is jumping to mind when she <laughs> sure. is hoisting her child up the subway the stairs. Raspberries. The raspberries. The raspberries. That oh breath my acting? god! What am I thinking? Yes, of course. Okay, ninety. <laughs> ninety. I mean, there's also some argument to be made, and I know you will not give me any of it. But like the fact that Tiny Tim does not speak <gasps> until the end. There's some sort of choice that involves acting and breath and he is it's a very breath it's a very breathy <laughs> what he goes he goes god blesses everyone that's true yeah god it's a very breathy everyone yeah uh i feel like that is heavily foreshadowed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah in a christmas carol so yeah i'm sticking with 90 that's 90 right. <laughs> yeah. john what are you gonna give us on breath i'm acting? gonna give it uh 45 45 <laughs> It's okay It's okay This category is still The bane of my existence I don't understand it I don't, never know what I think everyone Has a different idea Of what it means <laughs> Yeah um, it changes for me From week to week yes. It's fine So I'll give it uh, 42 <laughs> Alrighty <laughs> Great uh, Next category Mannequins On a scale of 0 to 100 Oh How many Mannequins are in this movie There's no mannequins But there is a bit With a fake doll which you That's could say true. is a kind of a mannequin. I wouldn't. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's... What's the fake doll? When he At the end of the movie, when he's breaking down, he like yeah. takes the doll out of one of the actress's hands and says, like, this baby, and then he like throws it on the ground. He's oh. like, just kidding. It's a doll. Yeah. That's true. I so, like I mean, it. like that... No one's going to use that doll to sell clothes. How do you know? <laughs> this is a sad little doll. <laughs> a Kenzie mannequin and... doesn't have to sell clothes. That's not its only then point for the me. what's the point of a mannequin? <laughs> it could be there for a lot of things. <laughs> like what? Like, to, to decorate, to, to sort of... Like, like a, oh, a Bohemian New York seventies apartment. Sure, yeah, why not? <laughs> it's still a mannequin. It's not, but but it can be to create a sort of uh, you sure, know. You're saying uh, since mannequins could be used to does, uh, interior decorate a home, anything that is decor is a mannequin. No, I'm saying <laughs> a ma- it, just because it doesn't used be used to sell clothes doesn't disqualify from being a mannequin. You are semantics. Yeah. Here. Uh, you're the one who said you started the semantic <laughs> argument. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna die on this hill. So I'm gonna say. I'm going to say zero. I, I can't think of zero. Any. I'm giving a 10 for that baby. Thank you very ten much. 10 for that baby. <laughs> I'll give you a 10 for that baby. That, baby. <laughs> that sounds like a line from Meet Me from St. Louis. It Meet does. Louis. I'm giving it a zero. Okay. All righty. No shock there. Uh, next guy, dramatic lighting on a scale of zero to one. There's 100. a bunch of dramatic lighting. dramatic lighting. And a lot of kind of um, German expressionistic lighting in that. Yeah. Versus mm-hmm. Future section. Uh, yeah. Dramatic lighting is high. Because um, they weren't shooting on HD. Now everything's white and glowy and looks like a TV show now. It's a nightmare. I know. I do hate that. Um, yeah. I'm going to say high. I'm going to say 90 on that one. A lot of, a lot of 90. Uh, I'm going to go 85 on that one. 85. Oh. I'll go 87 I think this is like Yeah this is yeah. Uh, How you should Movies should look like movies <laughs> Have fun What with a it. bold statement You've just you made You know what I mean wow. <laughs> I still say The favorite is the only movie That has been properly lit In like the last two years Oh wow <laughs> That's a good point Thank you uh, Next category. Wait, Which one's the favorite The favorite Olivia the... Coleman. Oh yes, yeah. yes Oh great Yeah yeah that was great <laughs> Strident women On a scale of zero to a hundred Carol Kane Carol Kane Alfrey Woodard I would Woodard. call her strident I think she's not afraid To speak her mind I she disagree She tries home she, That's true mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Again I wouldn't call her strident I would call her Bold. Tough but fair. The delivery of the line, the delivery of the line, when when her, the daughter goes, when, when are we gonna gonna get a real Christmas tree? And she says, when they're free, that's strident. Okay, I think. sure, sure. But I agree in the workplace, not so much. Um, who Mary else? Mary Lou Retton 
I've Mary Lou Retton. <laughs> she's, she's America's sweetheart she's of in ever. your face. The, um, the censor. Oh, the that's right. Who she's they really woman. love beating up. I know. I feel like that is maybe another element that's that another, didn't that's age well. Yeah. Age well. <laughs> Although I do like the bit of her swearing every time she gets hurt. Yes. As a censor. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then uh, basically raping John Glover at the end. That would not I be allowed. Know, but, he's that. In, but he seemed into it at the end. <laughs> he seemed into yeah. it. He was, <laughs> do you saw the way he was dressed? Oh, another thing that did age it, but it also was good, was all the uh, free South Africa signs, which you also see a lot in Lethal Weapon 2. It was that time. Wow. Because that was Richard Donner's like cause. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say 68. 68. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it pretty much lives and dies on Carol Kane, but she's so over the top in such a good great way i'll give it a 65 65 well the disrespect being afforded to wendy malik is oh shocking my god i am to me it's truly the, uh, that sentence why did you bring it up that sentence because i wanted to wait till it's my turn because <laughs> <laughs> wow. you want to be real smug about it yep wendy malik um, and is... i just thought of it uh so i'll give it a 69 okay there we <laughs> so go not a big swing all right next category mm. fun fonts on a scale of zero to one, there's a bunch. You have Scrooge yeah. itself. There was that one business card that they keep doing a close up on. That's true. Yes. <laughs> uh, IBS. The IBS network has a lot, has of, a lot fonts. of fonts in there. The Cajun special. The Cajun special. The night yeah. died. Yep, that's really big. Um, yeah, I think a lot of fun fonts. More than again, more than usual. So I'm going to say 65. 65. Yeah, I'll give it a 65 as well. That's 65. About right. I'll give it 65. Okay. It is weird. The end credits they show all like the main. Character actor's name, but then Bill Murray comes back on screen and he wipes the Scrooge letters off of himself. Yeah, yeah. Why? I don't it's, understand. That's what, it almost there's feels a like lot of stuff that felt like we can do this. Yeah, like the eighties. Like, like, let's have a nice a mouse come out of this guy's head. Sure, I, I'll bet you're right that there is a four hour version. Of this movie. <laughs> well, they said like this is very different from the actual script, which I would be dying and be very curious. Like the actual apparently script was very and Bill Murray was like, I love the script. Yeah, right. All right, you're going to do very well in this next category. Okay. Cheerworthy cameos. Oh my god! 100. I mean, it's, Miles Davis, a much? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 this is yeah. This is a movie of cameos, right? And and even cameos like Wendy Malick is a great example. People who were not, you know, identifiable as right. like sure. That's. That's my favorite actor. Blah blah blah. But she's mm-hmm. in like three scenes. Is that a cameo? There's a lot of oh, a lot of things that I think point. do sort of do, do sort of test the question of cameo. Yes, if like is Bunny Hackett a cameo? No. You say he's more than cameo. I think a cameo is like Miles Davis, where they're like in one shot, or like yeah. it's less than like it's not even. You know what I mean? It's like but he one has maybe short three lines thing. the entire thing. That's true. I Jamie uh, Farr is more of a cameo than. Bunny what would you Hackett. say about Mary Lou Retton? I'd say that's a oh, cameo. That's cameo. She, she it's weird they show that it's the same footage they use her twice. Right, you see it in the video form, from... and then you see it in, <laughs> you know, later. They had in her the one movie. day. Yeah, uh, they had her for ten minutes. Like. <laughs> I mean, like Robert Mitchum sort of feels like a cameo, but he's definitely a more than Goulet cameo. Is a cameo. Robert Goulet is definitely uh, a cameo. Uh, cameo. Man. Lee. My man, Lee Majors, Lee definitely Majors. a cameo. Um, Brian Doyle Murphy, Brian Doyle Murray oh, is yes. a cameo. All the Murray brothers, both of the writers, like the the priest in that thing. That was one of the writers. That's a cameo. Were you cheering for that? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, if Michael you're Donahue. if you're a big comedy nerd, you might because right, he technically said the first lines in the first sketch on the first episode of SNL. That's true. Which yeah. were uh, it was when he's women trying aren't to teach- funny exactly, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and so many cheers. <laughs> this yeah. show will run forever. <laughs> um yeah, there's a bunch of cheerworthy cameos. I don't think yeah. we've had a movie that has had more cameos. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get big for my britches, and I'm gonna say 95. 95. <laughs> I'm gonna say 90. 90. 
I'll give it a, well, I gave, what did I, I gave Midnight Mandis a 95. Oh, because that was solely Paul Rubens. <laughs> well, then you I did to, stand up and cheer for that one. <laughs> uh, I'll give this a 90, oh, what did I give 97? Adam's Family Values got a 97. I'm insane. I'm giving it a 100. Was that because Charles Bush? <laughs> Charles Bush, mm-hmm. uh, Nathan Lane. Yeah, that is good. Uh, that also, uh, there's also uh, uh, David Hyde Pierce. Yeah, oh, a bunch yeah, of people there. Yeah. yeah, that's huge. So I have to give this a hundred. Now I've had more. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, well. What are you gonna do when you get to John Wick three in this category? There's not a lot of cheer where the cameos. <laughs> in it. All right, next one. Memorial moments on a scale of zero to hundred. A moment where we stop and reflect about those we've. I mean, lost. I think the, all of Christmas past. Yeah. yeah. He cries when he sees his mother. Right. Yeah. And the um the frozen homeless person. Yeah. That's a, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way a memorial. Um, yeah, I would say quite a few in this. Also, um, his boss coming back is like the Marley Ghost. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A, yeah. a memorial in its own way. Um, I'll say 70. 70. I'm going to say 85. I think this is yeah. a lot of it. And it's like baked into the story. That's true. So much. That's true. That's true. I'd agree with that. I'll give it an 83. All righty. Uh, great. Next category a feels song. So a song that puts you in your feels. Oh, I mean, put a little love in your heart is great. <laughs> yeah, that's high. I'm going to say 90 because I love that song. It's a great and song. It makes me feel things. Uh, I'll say to me, I, th- I feel like this category is more like you're really sitting and feeling like, like a sad song. A little more emo. Oh, reflective. I yeah. See. Like um, Bruce Springsteen Streets of Philadelphia. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like that one. Exactly. That's the one. Um, yeah, that's my John Wick three for this category. <laughs> sure. Streets of Philadelphia. Uh, I'll give. The, I mean, like it is a nice song. I do like that song. But, but you miss the production hands of Dave Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He really brought a minor chord, if you will, to the whole yeah. proceedings. <laughs> is they, they don't really have like a a moment where like he's sad and there's like a song. Not it's really. Pretty much that's the song. Yeah. Yeah. You're I'm right. gonna give it a forty. Sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> no apologies. He's storming out. <laughs> um, I'll give it a 75. I think it's a, yeah, I love that song. It's a, feels can be positive. That's true. It can. Uh-huh. You're not just feeling sadness all the time, are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all right. Next category. Macabre? How macabre is this movie? Hugely. It's pretty it's macabre. A bunch of macabre. Yeah. This is, this is There's a- the literal embodiment of death. Right. Would mm-hmm. we call him that? And the rotting, uh, the rotting John, John Forsyth yeah. burning alive in a casket. Huge, yeah. <laughs> He's not alive in a casket. He is at the end. Uh, Bill Murray is when he gets burned. He gets transported in there. Yeah, and he's he's his like catch on fire. Like, he's oh, like that's right. right. It's really sorry, fucked sorry, up. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to burn. Don't I know. Burn me. Yeah. It's very. Don't burn me. It's very it's really, scary. It's like it's, it's a little too real. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little too real. Um, I will say. There's a lot of macabre in this. I'm going to say 90. I just thought of something with un- non-traditional murder weapons. I know we can't go back, but like there was the base, the baked Alaska scene. <gasps> oh, right. right. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah. And the eyeball in the glass. This is a very macabre movie. Yeah, 92. Yeah. 92. <laughs> eyeball in glass. That's one, two points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll give it a 90. 90. Uh, I'll give it a 90. Yeah. I think there is something macabre about the entire proceedings. <laughs> I mean, it's all based on ghosts. Right, and even like the the way he wants to pitch this, all the stuff at the top. Oh yeah, acid the guns rain. and the acid rain. And yep, the, that's the doom. Mm-hmm. All right, next category: vibrato. 
Okay, so we have to define this because... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So how is it defined? It was like extra. Anytime someone's like pushing extra. So it's not not necessarily literal. It's going to be figurative vibrato. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, Bill Murray is definitely pushing Pushing. extra this entire movie. Yeah, Richard Donner, Mm -hmm. louder, louder, louder. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's pushing. But it's an extra that you like was sort of part of it. Well, maybe I do like it. Okay, I'm just just sort of (laughs) saying things. (laughs) Yeah. There are some scenes where the where the push is welcome, and some scenes where it's a little a little cloying. shrill. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say fifty one. Fifty one. Okay. Yeah, to me, it doesn't have that feeling so much. I'm going to go with thirty seven. Thirty seven. Based on what, John? Uh, I feel like it doesn't have that sort of like like to me. There's sort of like a gooey extraness to this category that I like. Yeah. And to me, it's a, like. Uh, the solid gold dancers give me vibrato in yes. this, um, but not overall. Like I feel like there are more opportunities to go there than it really did. Right. I'll give it a forty-five. All right. Great. This is our. We've only done vibrato three times. <laughs> wow. This is new. Okay. This is our. It's a fresh it's, category. Uh, Great. Meet me in St. Louis has a hundred. Oh yeah. How the Grinch stole Christmas eighty-three point thirty-three. Scrooge forty-four point thirty-three. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next category. Second, almost yours is after this. Yes. Okay. Just so you know. All right. Next category. Wigs. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you love a wig. I do love. And a also, wig. this was the category it was not uh, a makeup and hair design was what it was nominated for for an Oscar. Wow. Oh. Um, to me, the most like notable like that wig was a uh, Christmas past Bill Murray's mullet. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was a lot. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but it looked good. I guess like that's what mm. mullets looked like though. I mean, it looked like what it was supposed to look like. Upsetting. Did it look good? No. Well, they, it wasn't. It didn't look good at the time, right? The wig on the woman who works at the uh, homeless shelter. Yes, who she's then very does like good. the chest bump thing at yes. him. That's a great wig. Uh, yeah, there's ton of wig, ton of good wig, wigs in this. Um, Seventy two. Seventy two. Uh, yeah, for the Oscar no- uh, nomination, I'll give it an eighty. Wow. You really love what the Academy has to say. I really respect them when it comes to hair and makeup design. <laughs> I'll give it a 75. All righty. Great. All right. Andrew, it is your turn to add a category to our illustrious canon. Okay. Uh, themes of mothers. Wow. Themes of mothers. Okay. You are going this for is... my jugular. <laughs> <laughs> wow merry christmas everybody yeah okay how did great. you come to this category let's okay. talk about it um there are uh, <laughs> there are two major ones and one minor one okay the two major ones are uh frank cross's relationship with his mother who he yes. clearly mm-hmm. who he clearly he had a connection with mm-hmm. and sure. very fond memories of and his father not so much and the lengths to which alfrey woodard will go for her son Absolutely. Yes. trying so hard uh, that's a very like touching thing especially for a son who maybe doesn't like fit in so well sure. like there's that mm-hmm. kind of whole thing that that i think uh frank cross identifies with and i would say there is also like a minor theme of motherhood not not like equating femininity with motherhood but the the thought of like what could have been mm-hmm. if bill murray and karen allen had gotten together and that clearly she has a strong impulse to take care of people yes and is always putting herself out there um, I think those themes are very much like well, in the. I, I think you're. What is it about themes of mother? Do you think the higher a movie scores, not the gayer it is? I do. <laughs> I, I think. I think. In, I think in particular when it comes.
comes to um, a mother who is looking out for someone who is who is maybe needs a little or, extra help. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a little yes. more nurturing. And um, and in particular with the son, with the tiny Tim surrogate who cannot speak mm-hmm. after seeing his father die. Um, maybe someone who is easily picked on and made fun of, and she is constantly advocating for him and sure. putting him into uh-huh. creative settings right. to potentially find a <laughs> maybe way. Maybe he'll want to see a taping to, of a yeah, live yeah. TV but show. But I also right. think the flip side, like terrible mothers, are also huge with gay people. Mommy, That's there true. is much, yeah, yeah, yeah. much. Huge. <laughs> yeah, and so I think I think this category can go in one way or the other. Yes, yes. this is this is on the that positive. You chose side. the keyword theme. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Very Keeps neutral. Canning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what would you give Scrooge for themes of mothers? Um, I, I, those two ones are really big. Uh, so I would say uh, seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Yeah, I think. I think uh, it is nice in this adaptation of Christmas Carol. It's more present than it is in other versions. Yes. Of oh yeah. It. Like it's I not... don't think like motherhood is necessarily baked into the Christmas to the Christmas Carol sort of right, story. Right. But I do think they highlight it like uh, in nice ways. Uh, yeah, and also like kudos to them for for their one on one of like oh um, Bob Cratchit is. I mean he, Bob Cratchit is both Bob Cacklewaith and Alfred Woodard. <laughs> right. But the fact that they were like, oh, let's make this character a woman. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I will give it uh, 75. 75. I'll also give it a 75. What's your like 100 in this category? Terms of endearments. That's oh, yeah. Terms Mommy of endearments. Mommy uh, Postcards on the edge. Postcards from the edge. Tangled. <laughs> Tangled. Sure. Yeah. A lot of Disney. A lot of Disney. Mm-hmm. A lot of Disney. Uh, yeah. All right, so we are now in the final round. So Bonus these points category. Yeah, so Great. these are not uh, a, a score of one to ten. It's so we agree or disagree, sort of as it were. All right, Great. straight actors playing gay roles, negative five percent each instance. So that doesn't really happen. Happens. So, all right, so it's nothing the there. good and bad of having no gay yeah. characters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then positive portrayals of homosexuality plus fifteen percent. Not not. I so don't much. really. I mean, yeah. like the choreographer. The choreographer but, does seem to be doing his job well, but right. I don't it's not really what the movie's about. He doesn't have a about. name. Yeah. <laughs> 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 One must have a name to yeah. be gay. Yeah. All right. And finally, negative 50% if this is the movie Cruising. This is not the movie <laughs> cruising, cruising, so it is not dead. Uh, oh, 50% I of its points. So out of a, a total possible <laughs> 3,000 points, Scrooge has scored 1,434 points, giving it a percentage of 47.80, making it the 10th gayest movie of all time. Not okay. as gay as Berserk, but gayer than the 2018 version of Suspiria. <laughs> All wow. right, that's an interesting place for it to land. Wow. But okay. It actually feels right to me. That, that does feel right. appropriate. It yeah. has the horror and the mother's... And dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oscar That's true, Mon- yeah. Didn't Oscar Montoya bring in Berserk? He did. Of yes. course. That's yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's a perfect choice for him. Wow. Well, we did it. Um, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Guys, so much, guys, this was so much fun. So thank much fun. Is me. there anything you would love to plug, promote, or shill for? Yeah, right can people find oh, you? Oh, boy. Well, okay. Two two little things. One that anyone Please. can enjoy uh, is the, the podcast, Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod. We're mm. doing like kind of holiday-themed Scary oh, Stories nice. and Legends this month, um, which we'd love for you to listen to. And then if you're in New York, on oh. the 19th or 20th of December, I do a Christmas carol <gasps> every year. You're I've, uh, the lead. A, a friend of mine and I have committed to doing a Christmas carol, different versions of it, for 30 years. Wow. Well, we are in our seventh year of doing it. And we now know the book by heart. Not to brag. Wow. We, do not. So, we don't do the whole book, so don't worry. You're not going to sit there for three hours. Um, but yeah, it'll be at the uh, at Ars Nova, uh, the old Barrow Street Theater in Greenwich Village in New York City on the 19th or 20th. What's so, the theme wait, this year? Is there a, so can you say? We, we play a couple 
who have a tradition of reading a Christmas Carol to each other every mm-hmm. year, and it's in a different location every year. And uh, it, it, like very often, it will be like in an apartment or a home. There was one year where we your ticket included a train ticket out to Sleepy Hollow, and you got picked up <laughs> wow. and taken to this little house. Cute. Um, and yeah, it's like you check in with this couple every year. Uh, and yeah, they they just got married this year, and now they're. So why did you oh, You said nice. you committed To doing this for 30 years Yeah I Why was, specifically 30 I was drunk at a Halloween party <laughs> Right And uh you Signed a contract in blood and, Yeah my, <laughs> and, Yeah, My friend Ryan Weir And Andrew Neisler uh, mm-hmm. Ryan's a writer and actor And Andrew's a director um, We like drunkenly We're like Okay we're gonna do this thing And we're gonna do it for 30 years And we promise each other And about year five We were sort of like I guess we kind of have to do it Right Which is a huge inconvenience To my own husband <laughs> But um <laughs> he, gets, he gets in the spirit too So yeah uh, If you're around um, You can Find information and see tickets at 30yearschristmascarol.com. Awesome. Oh my yeah. goodness. That's so exciting. Well, yeah. thank we'll you. Be, we will be right back. Yep, that's, that's it. it. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're back. back. So we're trying out a new segment. Yeah, we don't have a name for it. It's, it's just, just the us. end segment, just, just a wrap end. up. <laughs> it felt too weird reading our reviews in front of the guests. I couldn't get over that awkwardness. <laughs> and also, there's no moment where you and I just talk just to each talk other. About it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yes, we're things that get moment. heated when we're scoring. Sometimes we get mad. But or we leave angry. it all in the spreadsheet. Uh, as soon as it's over, <sighs> we don't we're care. We're off to Cheesecake Factory and having a grand old time oh, together. Heaven. Heaven. Renee Special. <laughs> all right, there's a, something we need to address. We need something. <laughs> We need to address something. There has been a scheduling, sna- uh, scheduling, scoring, scoring snafu. Mm-hmm. As you may have heard, when I used to always say, out of a total possible points, I'd always mention it would always be uh, 50. Remainder? No. There'd always be some number of 100 plus 50. So plus it'd be 50. like 2,050, 1,250. And that's like that. because there was an error in the Excel spreadsheet that my brother made. Now, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but he's not fired. He's no not one's getting fired. fired no over one's this. getting fired. We still need him. Yes. And he's doing it for free. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also my fault because there was an earlier version of the show when we were talking about we, 50 was going to be bonus points uh, just for a positive gay portrayal and we weren't adding categories. So it's a holdover from that. Yeah. So we have since fixed that. Yes, that has been corrected. But the score, some one ranking has changed. Only one. Only one. And it's our lowest rated category. Yes. So everything is now out of a <laughs> less possible we were hoping points. the Muppets would be unseated. I'm sorry. It this has not, not happened. Helped. It will never happen. <laughs> so, it could happen. What about good before the switch? Our lowest rated movie was What About Bob? And that had a 15.18%, followed by Goodwill Hunting, which had a 15.54%. Now, Goodwill Hunting, we did later in the show. There were more categories, mm-hmm. so 50 points didn't mean as much then. So now we have removed that 50 point thing. Mm-hmm. And the current standings are <laughs> our lowest rated movie is now. Goodwill Hunting with a percentage of 16.10. And what about Bob is our second lowest with 16.44. Phew. I'm so sorry to our listeners. You expect integrity and factual correctness at all times. But henceforth, airtight. Airtight. Nothing but integrity. And again, you can look at all of these, our current standings on the, our Letterboxd account, which is my <laughs> Just look up Mark Rennie. On the, I have a list going. I update it every Wednesday. Nice. You'll see the percentages. You. Um, so there's that. Does that feel more right to you? Does... Uh, of Goodwill Hunting being the least gay movie yeah, of all time? I feel... Yeah. Especially now that we've added this mother element. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about Bob would probably score high on that one? I think so. Because just got Julie therapy, Haggerty. you got Julie Haggerty. And there's therapy. Criminally they say underused. the word there. Although Goodwill Hunting is all therapy. I yeah, suppose. that's true. That's not But fair. it's all male therapy. Do they talk about his mom in that? I don't no, remember. It's no. barely a blip. She probably left mm-hmm. him in a refrigerator. <laughs> 
What? <laughs> she left her son in a refrigerator? So, what do you like more? What about Bob or Scrooge? Uh... I don't you did know. not like Scrooge. I was not but a fan of Scrooge. you also didn't like What About Bob? That's true. Um, I think I liked Scrooge more. Great. There's more to like about Scrooge than What About Bob. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's, let's just wrap this up. It's the end of the show. <laughs> People want to show. clear this out. More. We got a review to read. We got a new review on iTunes that I'm going to read right now. And this is from... Jules Drool 666 Oh scary Um, It says Combines my favorite things Excel spreadsheets And gay movies But for real This podcast is delightful It makes me laugh a lot And I'm really hoping Someone brings on Point Break Because that movie Is so homoerotic There's literally a line Where Patrick Swayze Says to Keanu I know you want me so bad It's like acid in your mouth So gay Love y'all Love the podcast well, thank you, thank Jules, you Jules Drool 666. Um, have you, I have not seen Point Break, so someone I have, brings it in. It's gay. It's gay? Yeah, it's pretty gay. Mm. Well, that's it. I think we're going to try to keep these end segments brief. Try. All right. <laughs> Good. Glad uh, we're talking about it. one final bit of business. If you want to prepare for next week, we are watching Gremlins. Gremlins. Yes, I don't know why we did that. <laughs> I think we like saying things in unison. <laughs> well, fun. I think that's it for us. All right, then, right, so we'll see you next week with Gremlins. Until then, goodbye. Now it's time for credits. Produced by Alex Arche. Music by Danny Cohen. Art by Connie Shin. See you next Wednesday. Bye! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.